Dr. Baliga here. This podcast is on cancer of unknown origin or cancer of unknown primary, CUP, C-U-P. It's from an outstanding chapter titled Cancer of Unknown Origin by Dr. Mark Agelnik and Dr. Sarah Jens, MD. Dr. Agelnik is Professor of Internal Medicine and Faculty Hemoncologist at Northwestern University Feinberg School of Medicine where he has won several teaching awards. Dr. Sarah Jens, MD, is a faculty uh, hemoncologist at the University of Michigan, Ann Arbor. This outstanding chapter is in Balagas Textbook of Internal Medicine, available at www.mastermedfacts.com. There is an MCQ at the end of this podcast. If you are unable to answer the question correctly, recommend listening to this and the prior podcast on cancer of unknown origin. This podcast is a summary podcast of must know facts. Must know fact number one, the initial imaging test of choice for patients with multiple metastasis is a CT chest, abdomen and pelvis. Must know fact number two, PET CT and pan endoscopy are not indicated in the empiric workup of cancer of unknown primary. Must know fact number three. PET CT is indicated in cervical lymphadenopathy in order to better localize the radiation field. Must know fact number four. Immunohistochemistry should be used in conjunction with the clinical and imaging picture to guide diagnosis and not as the sole diagnostic criteria. Must know fact number five, a mammogram for females and a PSA for males are indicated for the majority of presentations of cancers of unknown primary. Must know fact number six, the majority of cancers of unknown primary are moderately differentiated adenocarcinoma. Must know fact number seven, cytokeratin stains are helpful markers they are immunohistochemistry uh, markers. CK7 is seen in the lung, ovary, endometrial and breast tissues of origin. CK20 is more indicative of GI, urothelial and Merkel cell tissue of origin. Must know fact number 8. Cervical adenopathy should be further evaluated with fiber optic endoscopy of nasopharynx, hypopharynx, oropharynx and larynx. Must know fact number 9, mediastinal masses of unknown primary are often treated as poor risk germ cell tumors or non-small cell lung cancer. Must know fact number 10, chemotherapy has limited efficacy in cancer of unknown primary and the prognosis is poor with the median survival of 6 to 9 months. Multiple choice question. An 85-year-old man presents with cancer of unknown primary. The histopathology shows moderately differentiated adenocarcinoma. Imaging reveals metastasis in the lumbar spine, liver, and mediastinal nodes. PSA is 4. He tries to be active, but in reality spends over half the day sitting in chair due to generalized fatigue and malaise. Which of the following is most appropriate? A. 
Leuprolide, as is cancer of unknown primary, may respond to treatments for metastatic prostate cancer. B. Paclitaxel carboplatin for empiric treatment of adenocarcinoma of unknown primary. C. One round of empiric treatment, then stop given poor performance status. D. No treatment as its performance status is not strong enough to withstand therapy. And the answer is D. The patient is confined to a chair for more than half the day, so his performance status is 3. Given the poor prognosis of cancer of unknown primary and toxicities of chemotherapy, chemotherapy should only be considered in patients with a performance status of 1 or 2. This podcast is derived from an outstanding chapter on cancers of unknown primary, authored by Dr. Mark Agelnick, MD, Professor of Medicine in the Division of Hematology and Oncology at Northwestern University in Chicago, Illinois, and Dr. Sarah Yance, MD, who is now Assistant Professor at the University of Michigan, Ann Arbor. The practice of clinical medicine requires connecting the dots across the pieces of information. That is, it requires utilization of both verbatim memory and gist memory. Verbatim memory involves mere recollection of facts, example, cause of fluid fluid, whereas gist memory involves interpretation, example, there are very low fluid fluid glucose in a patient with inflamed joints, indicates that rheumatoid arthritis may be the cause of pleural effusion. Therefore, a good clinical examination requires development of both forms of memory. Astute clinicians utilize such gist-based reasoning to arrive at the right diagnosis and the clinical reasoning is superior because they are able to recognize the gist of clinical symptoms. Simultaneous development of both gist and verbatim memory requires a lot of practice and therefore this book is best utilized at bedside after seeing an index case. To improve gist memory by only seeing patients, that is without using this book available at mastermedfacts.com, is like embarking on a transatlantic flight without a flight plan. But merely to read books without seeing adequate number of patients is like a plane not taking off at all. It is important to improve both gist and verbatim memory. Balgas Textbook Internal Medicine, available at www.mastermedfacts.com, helps you do this.